Hi, and welcome to Lamplighter Podcast. My name is Rebecca, and this is my squirrel friend, Momo. Hello, kids! We have an exciting story for you today. In each of our stories, we are going to learn about one virtue. A virtue is anything that is good and right and true. Virtues are like little lights that shine bright and beautiful in a story. Can I tell them about letters from Momo? Go ahead. I want to send you a real letter in the mail once a month. In my letters, I will tell you more silly forest stories, talk about virtues, and show you a real historical person who practiced that virtue. Oh, and uh, I'll also talk about acorns. If you would like to get letters from Momo in the mail once a month, just ask your adult to visit lamplighterkids.com. If you sign up before the 20th, you will get a letter from Momo for that month. Visit lamplighterkids.com for more information. So, are you ready? Come and listen while we light the way to your imagination. Momo, how did your boating trip go last week? I hope it ended up being fun for you. Oh, it was wonderful. I was so excited to pretend that I was a pirate, just like the story you told me. And then all my friends thought that was a good idea, so they pretended to be pirates too. And guess what happened? What? We found a treasure. What? No way. But there's no treasure here in our forest, right? Oh, there's treasure everywhere in our forest. There is? Of course, silly. Acorn treasures. Once the boat went back to shore, we all pretended to be pirates searching for treasure. And then we found a big oak tree full of acorns. The best treasure in the world. Oh, I see. I'm glad that your day was so fun, Momo. And I bet you're ready to get on to the second part of our Jack and Snap story, right? Yes, yes, yes! I want to know what happened to Jack and Ariana and Captain Valentino. And the island people. Are they nice? I sure hope so. Well, let's just find out, shall we? Jack and all the pirates stood very still as they watched a group of about 15 people hike up the side of the hill towards them. Jack looked over at Ariana, who was standing tall, trying to be brave, but he could see her hands shaking by her sides. Jack wondered if maybe this was a good time to run. Maybe he could somehow find his way back home. But something deep down told him that he needed to stay that this was part of his adventure, whether or not these people turned out to be nice. Finally, a woman who was leading the group of strangers up the hill stopped a few feet away from Captain Valentino. Jack watched Valentino bend down in a deep bow. Hello, he said slowly, hoping these island people could understand his language. We are not here to hurt you. We've come in peace. The woman's eyes became thin with suspicion as she looked at everyone slowly. Jack looked at the men and women standing around her. 
They were all looking at her, waiting to see what she would decide. Then with a thundering cry, the woman lifted her head up and began to laugh loudly. <laughs> Every single pirate jumped at the sudden sound. Following their leader, the men and women surrounding the woman began to laugh too. Then the lead woman ran towards Captain Valentino and something very surprising happened. She gave him a big hug. Captain Valentino looked as surprised as Jack felt. We are so glad you came, said the woman, letting Captain Valentino out of her large hug and turning to look at all the pirates. My name is Orlina. I am the leader of our island village and we are pleased to have you here. You guys have come just in time to help us. Olina's joyful face lost all its happiness for a moment as she looked at the ground. You see, my precious daughter, my little Enoa, has fallen gravely ill these last few months. We have tried every medicine on our island, every flower and every root, but it seems she can't get better here. I have been very distraught. But when I saw your ship come in this morning, I hoped with all my might that you could help us. Maybe you had a different medicine on your ship that would work for my daughter, or perhaps a different doctor who might recognize her disease. Olina's face looked eagerly at Captain Valentino, who looked at his crew. He was thinking what everyone was thinking. They didn't have any medicine or a doctor on their ship. Captain Valentino's eyes landed on his own daughter, Ariana, and he sighed. My dear Olina, if we had anything that could help, we would, but I'm afraid that we are a treasure-hunting crew, not a medical crew. There's nothing we can do to help. Olina looked for a moment like she wanted to cry, but then her face became strong again. No, no, perhaps you can still help. Why don't you come to our village and look at my daughter? Perhaps you know of illnesses we do not. You are from another land. Perhaps there is something you've seen before. Please, come with us and see. Captain Valentino looked down at the treasure map in his hand, his eyes wandering over the large red X, the treasure he'd been searching for for years now. Please, Olina's voice whispered. You're our last hope for my daughter. Jack saw Captain Valentino nod his head, take a deep breath, and turn to his crew. Well, me laddies, it seems our treasure hunt will have to rest for the day. Let's see if we can do anything to help these nice people. I know that if I were in Olina's position, I would do whatever I could to help my daughter. His eyes fell on Ariana once again, who gave her father a smile. With that, the pirates followed the islanders down the rocky pathway towards the beautiful lush valley below. Jack felt the air growing cooler around them as they neared the shady palm trees and soft grasses. He wiped the dusty sweat from his brow, eyeing the river ahead wistfully. How nice it'd be to take a dip there. But he shook his head. They weren't here for comfort, they were here to see if they could help. Jack tried to ignore the feeling deep down that they wouldn't be able to do anything to help the poor girl. But as Captain Valentino had said, it was worth a try. As they suspected, the pirates didn't have any new ideas to help Alina's daughter, Enoa. 
Captain Valentino and a couple of his top mates took a look at the sick girl and tried to come up with ideas to help her, but everything they suggested had already been tried by the desperate islanders. After a couple hours, as the sun was setting, Olina thanked them for trying and sat down sadly around a large bonfire that was being stoked in the center of town. Well, thank you for trying. I just thought, maybe, well, it doesn't matter now. Olina stood up and forced a tight smile on her face. Why don't you and your crew stay the night here? It would be rude to turn you away into the night. We have extra huts for you to sleep in and our food is always abundant. As if in response, a large group of island people walked by, carrying large pans of delicious smelling foods. They placed them around the fire and slowly, villagers began to arrive from all over to eat together. Jack and Ariana, who were both very hungry at this point, were happy to gather their bowls of food and eat around the fire as the night sky darkened. Jack looked over and saw Captain Valentino talking to Alina. He could see that the old pirate felt horrible about not being able to help. Jack felt bad too and wondered what all of this meant for their treasure hunt tomorrow. Would Captain Valentino still want to find the treasure? He lifted the bowl and drank the last flavorful juices. After a full day of hiking in the sun and a full belly, he began to feel his eyes getting heavy. He wanted to stay up to hear the plans for tomorrow, to see if they'd still hunt for treasure or maybe just leave the island without it. But he couldn't stop the wave of sleep as it took him away into dreamland. All right, you scallywags, get your lazy legs off those beds and get up, all of you. Jack awoke to the booming voice of Captain Valentino. He looked around and saw that someone had moved him into a comfortable bed in one of the many village huts. Ariana was laying on a bed next to his, stretching and rubbing her eyes. My dad sure knows how to wake up a village, she said with a yawn. Jack sat up, seeing all the pirates around him scramble to get dressed as Captain Valentino continued to yell at them to hurry up. I did me a lot of thinking last night and realized that we've just got to find that treasure today. And once I decided that, I figured why wait another moment. Let's get everyone up before the sun. That's what I said to myself I did. So up, up you lazy bones. The sun is coming, but we gotta beat it to that treasure. With a simple, quick breakfast of island fruits, Jack followed the pirates out of the valley and back up the rocky cliffs. He couldn't help but notice the determined look on Captain Valentino's face, and he wondered what he was so worked up about. But he didn't have much time to think about it. Soon he was breathing heavily and feeling the familiar heat and dust of the island hit him. He wondered just how long they had to hike to get the treasure today. He sure hoped it wasn't much longer. your backs into it. Captain Valentino's clear voice rang above the hustle and bustle of a dozen pirates pulling a large wooden treasure chest out of the ground. Jack and Ariana stood by, their eyes wide. The treasure was real after all, and they had just found it. The wooden chest was finally lifted out of the ground and then dragged over to Captain Valentino's feet. The sweaty pirates backed up, 
leaving the chest in front of their captain. Besides the heavy breathing, everyone was now silent. Captain Valentino wiped a tear from his eye. I've been looking for this treasure for so long now, he said. And if it is what I think it is, the famed Jack and Snap treasure, then I will get to make one special wish. A five-mast, hundred-foot, pure mahogany ship, whispered Ariana, a look of excitement in her eyes. Jack held his breath as Captain Valentino reached down and opened the lid of the box slowly. Everyone leaned in closer to get a look. Sitting in the chest, on top of a pile of sand, sat the most gigantic piece of green Jack and Snap cereal that Jack had ever seen. He almost burst out laughing. He wasn't expecting a real piece of cereal. Ha ha! Captain Valentino grabbed the giant piece of cereal and began dancing around while everyone clapped. The legends are true! The legends are true! Wish for a ship! Wish for a ship! Wish for a ship! Began to chant all the pirates, but quickly they stopped when Captain Valentino lifted his hand for silence, a serious look on his face. Listen, one and all. As you know, I've wanted a new ship for these many years, but I don't think I can stand here and wish for that anymore. No, I think we need to use our one wish for Alina's daughter, Enoa. We need to wish for her to be healed. After a couple moments of stunned silence, everyone began to clap, showing their approval of this plan. Jack clapped along with the rest of them, smiling. What an amazing idea. He couldn't wait to see Olina's face when her daughter was well again. Soon, everyone was excitedly on their way back to the village, the large piece of Jack and Snap treasure tucked safely under Captain Valentino's arm. A few hours later, Inoa was healed of her illness. When Captain Valentino had given her mother, Olina, the treasure, she immediately made the wish. Enoa had stood up right away and began singing and dancing throughout the village, showing everyone the miracle. Olina could hardly speak for joy. To celebrate this joyous occasion and to express their thanks to the pirates, the villagers made a giant feast. Jack had never seen so much food. Then the musicians came, playing joyful and upbeat music around the fire. Captain Valentino sat smiling at the feast, obviously happy at the decision he had made. At one point, Olina stood up around the fire with her daughter Enoa, and they sang a song of thanks together to the pirates. Compassion filled your heart and mind. 
Jack wore himself out dancing and eating gobs of amazing island food. As the party winded down, a couple village women took Jack to a nearby hut where he found a cozy bed waiting for him. He lay down happily and was almost asleep when he heard Ariana crawl into her own bed nearby. Ariana, Jack said sleepily. Mm, what about your dad's new ship? Now he'll never get the one he wants. Oh, I wouldn't worry about him. He has other treasures to chase. I'm sure we'll find something else soon. Maybe another magical treasure. Then he can wish for a ship again. Jack smiled, thinking about Captain Valentino and Ariana off on more adventures, chasing more treasures. With that thought, he finally fell asleep. Jack, Jack. Wake up, Jack. Jack opened his eyes and saw his mother standing over him. Behind her, he saw many small ships hanging from his bedroom ceiling. Where am I? Jack mumbled. His mom smiled. We have a surprise for you. Gigi came over and brought you some Jack and Snaps for breakfast. She heard that I didn't buy you any yesterday and she felt bad for you and decided to bring you some. Jack smiled sleepily and stretched. Gigi had compassion on me. How did you learn such a fancy word? Said his mom, putting her arm around Jack as they walked out of the room towards the kitchen. Oh, you learn a lot of things when you hang out with pirates, Jack said. The minute he saw his Gigi in the kitchen, he ran towards her for a big hug. Then Gigi handed him a colorful box of Jack and Snaps, which Jack happily poured into a bowl. As he ate big spoonfuls of Jack and Snaps, he stared at the pirate picture on the front of the cereal box. He wondered about his adventure with Ariana and Captain Valentino. It must have been a dream, he thought, crunching loudly, but it sure seemed really real. As he stared at the pirates on the box, he realized that they looked familiar. He could make out a few of the pirates' faces and there, in the back, stood a proud captain with his arms around a little girl. And was it his imagination? Or was the ocean moving a little? And the pirates were waving at him? Perhaps it wasn't a dream after all. Wow, did Jack really go on that adventure then? It sounded more like a dream, but now I'm not so sure. That's the point, Momo. It ends a mystery. But one thing isn't a mystery in our story. Our virtue. Compassion. Captain Valentino had compassion on Olina and Enoa, so he ended up giving up his wish for a new ship in order to help them out. When you have compassion for someone, it means that you feel for them when they are going through something hard. Often, compassion leads someone to help someone else, just like in our story today. I wish I had found the Jack and Snap treasure, though. I know what I would wish for. Oh, really? What's that? A million acorns! I could have guessed that. I'm sure we all have ideas of what we'd wish for if we had one wish. I think I'd wish for a quiet day in the mountains with a good book and a cup of tea. 
Hmm, that sounds a little boring to me. I guess it would to a little squirrel like you. Okay, it's question time. Question one. Do you think Captain Valentino was sad about giving up his one wish for someone else? Why or why not? Question two. Has anyone ever had compassion on you? How did it make you feel? All right, thanks for joining us for the conclusion of our story today. Momo and I are going to be taking a little summer break for the next couple months. But don't worry, we'll be back in September to share more fun stories with you. I'm so excited for my summer break. Can it start right now? I think it can, Momo. We wish you all an amazing couple of months. For listening to Lamplighter Podcast today. If you liked our story, please leave us a review. It really helps other listeners find these stories. If you're interested in subscribing to Letters from Momo, just visit our website at lamplighterkids.com. I also love to hear from my listeners. You can email me anytime at lamplighterkids at gmail.com.